This is Lead to Serve with Ed Taylor, a leadership podcast. Welcome again to Lead to Serve, the podcast from here at Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. My name is Ed Taylor, and I'm the pastor of Calvary Church. We've been here for 19 years, entering into our 20th year, and we want to talk about ministry, servanthood, uh, leadership, because I think we all want to be better leaders. Uh, We all want to excel in the time that we have to serve Jesus Christ. And today the topic is inadequacy. You know, the dictionary defines inadequacy as lacking the quality or quantity required, like insufficient for a person. And I have to say, if there is a common thread among the men and women that God uses to serve him, it's this feeling of inadequacy, this feeling of lacking what it takes to be good, to do good, or maybe even better, to be well, serve well, lead well. And then with all of the criticisms and mistakes that we make, this feeling can overwhelm us where we feel inadequate. But the good news is, is that even in and where we're inadequate, God still uses us. And so I want to talk to you today about that feeling of inadequacy, because I think that there is in all of us a desire to be used of God. And that's a good desire to have, something that you want to fan into flame that you have a desire to become that man and that woman that God uses to make a difference in the world, but not just the world at large, but in the world that surrounds you, uh, like your family, like your kids, like your church family, where your heart is overwhelmingly filled with a desire to serve the Lord. But at the same time, You know, when we begin to step into areas of ministry, we step into open doors and things like that, that we are just overwhelmed with a sense of, I don't think I have what it takes. Well, let me just set the record straight right at the beginning. As a believer in Jesus Christ, you have what it takes. You have what it takes. You are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. You are born again. You're a new creation in Christ. And in the calling of God comes the equipping of God, and you have what it takes, even though you feel at times like you, man, I don't think I have what it takes. Let me just say, after many years, I've been walking with Jesus now for 28 years. Uh, I've been serving him as a pastor for 22, 23 of those years. Uh, Over and over again, I have these waves of feeling inadequate, where I'm just not up to the task where I don't have what it takes. I mean, when a new difficulty comes our way, uh, when a new issue, I've, I've faced issues just recently that I have never faced before. And I, then I can't, you know, lean back on my own understanding or my own experience, which by the way, in Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six, we're reminded, aren't we not to lean on our own understanding, uh, but to trust God in all his, in all our ways, uh, to, to look to him, to rely upon him. He'll direct our paths. Uh, I I memorized Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 very early on as a new believer, not knowing that it would become the theme of my life, the battle of my life, whether I lean on my own understanding, lean on my own experience, or look to the Lord every single time. 
And I think there lies one of the difficulties, uh, and that is we we aren't looking to the Lord, we're looking to ourselves, and we feel inadequate. I mean, that that really is one of the biggest issues in our ministry life, is that we measure up the situation by our own abilities, by our own resources, and we all come to the same conclusion. We are unable, we are incapable, and we are inadequate to the task. However, we serve God not in our own strength, not in our own wisdom, and certainly not in our own limitations. I mean, if you choose to serve in your own limitations, then, you know, that's on you. Uh, that that's going to be something that you and I are going to have to deal with the consequences of our sinful decisions. But the reality is, is that whatever God has called us to do, he's going to equip us and he's going to encourage us and he's going to strengthen us. He's going to give us what we need in the moment. He's going to overwhelm our limitations and match them with his limitless wisdom and his limitless understanding. And, and so inadequacy, you know, I think the the theme as we weave it together in all these episodes uh, of the podcast will will be the the importance of becoming a servant and dying to ourselves. And remember when Jesus, he came in in Mark's gospel, chapter 9, verse 33, it says he came into Capernaum and when he was in the house, uh, he asked them, what is it that you guys were arguing about on the road? And they kept silent for on the road, they had disputed among themselves who would be the greatest. And he sat down and he called the 12 and said to them, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and the servant of all. And right there is a key. Right there in all of our discussions and all of our disputes, all of our learning, all of our training, all of our successes, all of our failures, herein lies the truth. If you desire to be first, then it's important to be last, to become the servant of all. And in a culture and in a climate where we've been taught from a very young age to climb the ladder and push forward and do your best, uh, and not just doing your best as a person, but to do your best to one-up someone else, Jesus is so countercultural. Those of us that want to be great in God's kingdom are to be the servant of all. That, that, our, that our choice is to take the lower seat the lower road the take the place of going down that that's one of the main one of the big paradoxes in the kingdom of god is that uh, the way up is actually down and so can i ask you is your feeling of inadequacy because you've been focusing on yourself too much i mean you have to you have to ask the question it may not be uh, it may not be but many times i find that what gets in the way in my relationship with the lord is i'm serving jesus What gets in the way, better yet, a statement, who gets in the way, I do. And I forget that the place of great success is surrender, where I yield to the presence of God in my life. And yes, I desire to be first in that sense. I want to be good at what I do. I want to serve well. But the answer is to be last and to be the servant of all. It's what Jesus said. Jesus said that he came not to be served, but to serve. And there is the place where God meets you and equips you and strengthens you as you become more in tune with humility 
and a servant's heart, you'll realize that you are God's choice for the hour. You are God's choice in that family, at that workplace, in the church, Sunday school, or even pastoring a church. You know, when you read the book, when you read throughout the Bible, the word minister, um, a lot of times you'll write yourself off. You go, I'm not a minister. You know, ministers are pastors and ministers are leaders. And uh, I'm just a believer that wants to serve. But minister actually comes to us from the Greek diakonia, which literally means to wait on. It was used of servants. You know, it was a Greek word that used to describe servants that waited on tables and kept the water glasses full. It has another definition of in the dust laboring, where it's a place of service and it's a place of service down low. Paul really, Paul the Apostle in the Bible would often use um, this word to describe those that serve. And another great word when it comes to ministry and service is the Greek word doulos. Uh, it has the idea of being an under rower, uh, a co-laborer, uh, someone that's completely committed to Jesus. But, you know, an under rower meant described that person that was in the lowest bows of the ship and they would be rowing to keep the ship moving. They would be rowing to the cadence of the drum beat. And as the drum beat would go on a regular basis, then they would row according to the drum beat. And isn't that a great description of servanthood? Uh, being a, being in a place of in the bowels of a ship, unseen, unknown, but in such an important place of moving forward and doing, uh, keeping things moving forward and, and keeping things in a place where there's progress, but but nobody really ever knows you. Nobody ever really sees you. Um, you know, it was D.O. Moody that spoke of ministry as the measure of a man is not how many servants you have, but how many men you serve. Um, I love that. And, and so as you step into serving God in every area of life, you are bound to feel like you're incapable. And the first thing that comes when you start to have that feeling is you want to quit because you just feel like I, I'm inadequate. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in the right place doing the right thing. And biblically, that is a possibility. I mean, God could be revealing to you that you've stepped out in faith, you've gone in a direction, you've taken up the task at hand, and you've found out that it's not for you. That is possible. But let me suggest to you that there's another possibility. There's actually quite a few possibilities, but there's another possibility. And that is that God is revealing to you your insufficiency in order for you to die to yourself and to cry out to God. Because throughout the Bible, it is clear that God uses plain ordinary people for the work of ministry. Whether you're a new believer and you're one day old in the Lord or you're, you've been walking on this journey with Jesus for 70 years, you have been called to serve him. And not only can you serve him, you can serve him well. I have found, and I'm so grateful because you know we're a part of a fellowship family known as Calvary Chapel that, that taught us that no matter where we came from, no matter what level of education we might have, no matter how we might have messed up our lives, that God can use us. And, and that's something that resonated in my heart as a 23-year-old new believer. Because by the time I was 23, not only had I not had any education, but I had already been a teenage parent 
And, you know, as a born again believer, I had been delivered from addiction to alcohol, addiction to drugs, you know, just being overwhelmed by living a life of sin. And I didn't get to go to college, um, let alone seminary. I mean, I wasn't even saved, so seminary wasn't an option, but I didn't get to go that route. Um, I had to live life. I needed to take responsibility. I needed to provide for my son and for my girlfriend, who then became my wife and my family. I, I needed to take the steps toward, I mean, I had to learn to be faithful and I wasn't even a believer. Um, and and then I was born again. And, and inevitably, you know, you got to ask the question, can God use me? And I'm grateful that I was a part of a church family, and I still am, that said, not only can God use you, he wants to use you. And there's this phrase that we've, that we've uh, shared over the years um, that, that is great, and it's that God doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. And what, what that really means is, is that um, it's okay if you get education. I, if, if I had the chance, I would have gotten as much education as I can. Uh, I would have stu- I love to learn. I love to study, which you know makes for good ingredients in pastoring a, a fellowship. But um, I, you could have education. You know, and I think of First Corinthians chapter one. Remember, uh, in uh, verse twenty-six, we are uh, Paul's looking at the church in Corinth, and he's you know by extension looking at us. And the Bible says, First Corinthians one twenty-six. For you see your calling, brethren, not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble or called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty, and the base things of the world to put to shame the things that are uh, despised. I, re- I misread that, so let me say it again. The base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him, verse 30, you are in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. As it is written, he who glories, let him glory in Jehovah, in the Lord. And so he says, and I'm sitting there listening and be like, you see your calling. There isn't many people that are wise. It doesn't say any, it just says many. There isn't many that, that are mighty. It doesn't say any. I mean, there's certainly people that are wise, uh, very smart. Um, there are certainly people that are stronger, uh, stronger temperaments, stronger uh, in, in life situations. And he says, not many noble, you know, that speaks to your upbringing, your family you're from. And he says not many, not he doesn't say not any, but most of us come from a real rough background or or not a background that's, you know, real popular or or maybe even a background that someone knows. And and we almost get embarrassed to say, well, maybe I am a foolish thing, but but it's not meant to be negative. God has chosen the foolish things of the world. He's chosen to use someone like me. I mean, if there's anyone that's surprised that I get to do what I do and that God has entrusted me with the gospel, if anyone is surprised, it's me. Uh, I, I know me, but even, you know, I know me. I know where I came from. I know my problems. I know my weaknesses. Many people that are around me, they know a lot of my weaknesses too because, you know, I just live life and, and I don't try to hide them. Um, I, I, I try to uh, release myself to redeem them. Um, to, to let the Lord redeem them, but I, I don't hide them. And 
This verse, I find no better verse in all the Bible to describe why I'm in ministry, why I get to serve him. Even when I was serving in children's ministry, even when I was teaching new believers, even when I oversaw a home fellowship, even when I uh, pastored a, the group of singles, even when I launched out to plant church, to be a part of a church plant here, and in any other role that I have, dad, husband, friend, grandpa, whatever it might be, uh, I resonate with this, that God has chosen the foolish things of the world so that when somebody sees you and sees me and sees the inadequacy, because that's another thing that we deal with, like people see the inadequacy in our lives. And rather than cave under the pressure, God wants us to rise above. He, he wants us to recognize not only am I inadequate, but I have a God that makes me adequate. He has chosen me. You know, he has chosen by his own sovereign purposes to use me. And my only response is to cooperate and to surrender my life to him. You know, the Bible is filled with people that have been written off by the world. And if there's one thing we learn in studying the lives of the people that God is using, that he doesn't choose perfect people because they don't exist you know, even though there is that mindset, I need to be perfect. I need to feel like I'm adequate. Like, no way. We, we, not only do we not have to be perfect, we can't be perfect. And it's been said, and I think it to be true, that God is not looking for ability, but for availability. Looking for a ready and willing heart. He's looking for that man, that woman. You know, you that are listening in, that's why you're listening into the podcast. Like, he's looking for that man, that woman that's willing that God would use you, God would shape you, God would mold you. And if you're not willing or puffed up or you're like overwhelmed by the situation and you won't call out to God, then you won't be used. Because God is going to use the process of ministry. So this thought is when I arrive, then I can be used of God. But see, we none of us arrive. So we're just going to be used by God. And he's going to equip us along the way. He's actually going to use the people, the situations, the difficulties to equip us, to qualify us. You know, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And so biblical, spiritual servanthood is ordained by God, and he is actively looking for you to step up, even though you might feel inadequate. And I think that over time, you know, I'm sure that the topic of feelings will be a common topic uh, uh, that we talk about because feelings are real and they're powerful and they move us and sometimes they debilitate us. But I want you to remember that even though your feelings are real, they don't always tell you the truth. And could it be today that your feelings are lying to you, trying to highlight the inadequacies of your life instead of highlighting God's ability to train you and equip you and help you that all along the way as you go from glory to glory and strength to strength you're going to feel inadequate this is a common feeling but the conclusion that you have can't be why well, just quit because I can't do this and I'm not good enough and you know as long as the focus is on you you're just going to be all bummed out and discouraged no that's just the way it is but when your eyes are lifted up and you begin to see God 
in his in his majesty like Isaiah got to see and and you just come to that place woe is me I'm a man of unclean lips and yet God calls out who can who can who can we send who can go for us then your response is here I am send me God is looking uh, for men and women to serve him and you're the one and so I know it's difficult to have these feelings of inadequacy but I have them too and I learn how to, um, and I'm learning how to just surrender to them and ask God to equip me. I'm the foolish thing he's chosen. We're the foolish things. And be encouraged. God is using you. He loves you. Uh, he is for you. He's not against you. And so I'd love to hear your feedback. Email me, pastored at calvaryaurora.org. That's A-U-R-O-R-A. Uh, go to my website, edtaylor.org. And contact me, connect with me on social media, email me. What is it that you're dealing with when it comes to inadequacy? And and maybe you have a question you want answered in a future broadcast, or you have a question about inadequacy uh, that you would like clarified. Email me or connect with me on social media. Uh, we have you know Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, email, of course. Um, connect. I'd love to connect with you. I'm looking forward to this journey we're going to take on lead to serve and and just really. You know, I, I just, I feel like you're sitting across the table from me here in my office and we're just talking ministry and talking life and letting the life-giving words of Jesus Christ fill our souls. I am so proud of you that have sought to serve Jesus Christ and haven't quit, but have steadied on. So connect with me, edtaylor.org. I appreciate spending time with you today. May the Lord bless you and encourage you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Lead to Serve with Pastor Ed Taylor, a leadership podcast from Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. If you have a leadership question you want to hear answered on a future Lead to Serve podcast, please email it to pastored at calvaryco.church. And if you like our podcast, please subscribe, rate, or review us on iTunes and share us with your friends on social media. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time right here on the Lead to Serve podcast.